When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. Hey guys, are you ready for some money rehab? Wall Street has been completely upended by an unlikely player, GameStop. And should I have a 401k? You don't do it? No, I know. Girl! You think the whole world revolves around you and your money? Well, it doesn't. Charge for wasting our time. I will take a check. Like a old school You recognize her from anchoring on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, the cold lapin. As you know, every Friday we talk with a celebrity, a public figure making change in every sense of the word, and along the way has been in or may still be in money rehab. So today I'm talking with Katie Cassidy. Katie is an actress who starred in the TV series Arrow for a whopping eight seasons, casually. She is also a badass tech queen and one of the first celebrities to break into the NFT game. She just auctioned her first NFT called Me, She, We. So I called her up to talk about it. I'm ready for some money rehab. Let's go. Yeah, baby. Okay, so before we dive in, we would love to do a quick round of money rehab, never have I ever. I'll ask you a question about your finances, and you can tell me if you have or you haven't made this money move. Never have I ever had a financial advisor. I have. Never have I ever missed a credit card payment. I have. I really strongly suggest you pay your credit card off. Otherwise, the interest rates are insane. (laughs) And I learned that the hard way, but you know, live and learn. Never have I ever gone drunk shopping. Oh, yes, I have. We all have. Uh, Never have I ever found some extra cash in a random jean pocket or coat pocket. I have. And it makes me so freaking happy when I do. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, yes, an extra 20 bucks. But also, you know, how we can get into it later, but physical cash, how I feel about that these days. Oh, I can't wait to hear. So never have I ever been audited. I was. I think I was like 17. I had like no money, really. I had done some modeling when I was young. And I remember being like, really, what do they care about this girl who's got like $10,000 to her name? <laughs> was then. Who knows? <laughs> never have I ever had to remind a friend to pay me back for something. I don't feel as though I've ever had to remind them. All right, sister, here's the layup. Never have I ever sold an NFT. I have. Yes. Tell me more. You are one of the first celebrities to get into NFTs. I really want to talk about that. I'm super interested in how you got interested in crypto and in tech. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, I grew up totally as a like a gamer, a gamer girl. I used to play Mortal Kombat. I mean, from Mortal Kombat, do Duke Nukem on the PC from 100 years ago. And then mm. my stepdad, he used to have me break down and build backup computers. I think probably when I was, I don't know, eight or nine or 10, just 
you know, probably just trying to keep me so I wasn't annoying him while he was doing work. He'd be like, you see that computer over there? Can you break that down and build that back up? And I would do it. And then I think he was also kind of impressed. And I don't know. I just, I like figuring stuff out. And I, that's so badass. I love technology and I love learning things. And so about in 2016, 2017, I learned about, I learned about cryptocurrency and through actually my ex-husband, which he does play into this later on in regards to my NFT, but I'm a big believer in it. And especially now, uh, I don't really ever want to touch a piece of, piece of physical cash after 2020 and, you know, COVID it's kind of gross. Um, so I basically, you know, got into cryptocurrency then and have just sort of kept up with it. And what I had gone through in my personal life over the last year and a half, I guess, there was a huge change in my life from going from Arrow on our eighth season and the show being completely finished, November 2019, and I was living in Canada for eight years, so moving back to Los Angeles. Um, and in January 2020, I filed, I filed for divorce, and I then we were all forced into quarantine. And it was so interesting because I really, it really forced me. I haven't been able to. I don't know, self-love, self-care. I feel like while I was shooting that television show, I didn't necessarily take the best care of myself. I felt like I was always just going, going, going. And it, I never really looked inward and really learned how to fall in love with myself. And I think that's really important in regards to any, obviously, relationship. But before you can love other people, you need to learn how to love yourself. And so when I learned about NFTs, I was like, you know what? It's Women's History Month. I've never done a nude shoot either. And I basically... I can't wait for you to pull all these together. The nude shoot, the NFTs, all the things. <laughs> It'll all come together. I promise. Yes. <laughs> I promise you. So I basically, I was dating somebody during COVID because they lived in my building. And I met him. I remember in the elevator. He was also going through a divorce. And we stayed together um, almost a year. And then around Valentine's Day... Uh, I basically had given him this thing called Love is Art, which is it's a canvas that the, the, this company sends you and they send you paint and you're s supposed to, you know, have sex with your partner on this canvas covered in paint and then you get it stretched and you put it on your wall. So I got this for my, for my boyfriend. Oh, don't worry. We didn't get to use it. He broke up with me like the next day. What? <laughs> yeah. And so like relearning to fall in love with myself again, all over. But I think that's life. It's like ebbs and flows and you go, you have to, we all get knocked down sometimes and we have to pick ourselves up and that's okay. It just Amen. makes you stronger. My brain, when that happened, it allowed actually all this like space to come into my brain, I guess. And creatively, I was like, you know what? NFT, I've always been in a cryptocurrency, gaming, like all of it, it all makes sense. I'm going to actually screw this guy. <laughs> I'm going to take this canvas and I'm going to like make love to myself on it. And in fact, I'm then going to donate a portion of the proceeds, drop it as an NFT, be the first to do it. And I was, and that makes me really happy. And I wanted to do it for a good cause. And, you know, I think it, I think overall the important lesson is really as a woman learning how to embrace yourself, embrace your body and really love yourself. And this photo shoot we put together in three days with the Riker brothers. Um, they're incredible photographers. We did it in my living room in less than an hour. Um, and what was crazy is we, the second they wrap, we, everybody wrapped, they left the building literally two minutes later, 
a fire alarm went off in my condo. <laughs> and had I not, I had thought about like, oh, maybe I'll just shower later so I can hang with you guys for a little bit. But I was like completely naked, covered in paint. If oh my that God. fire would have started during the shoot, I would have been, I literally ran with my three cats, my giant greater Swiss mountain dog running down the fire escape. Luckily I washed the paint off by this point And I was in this teeny little like black dress slip thing. Um, walking out on the front street barefoot and I'm like, Oh my, and there was a fire in the garage of my building. And I was like, Oh my gosh, could you imagine if I was naked? I mean, mean, it would just be another NFT. Exactly. That's where the photo, like too bad the photographers had left by that point. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, that's how it sort of all came together. And to be honest with you, I look at this photo shoot and it's one of the, in my opinion, most artistic and, and beautiful photo shoots I've ever done. Like the, the Riker brothers, they're so incredible, but I think also bringing the team together that I did, um, um, a, you know, a writer to write, she, she was a friend of mine and I was like, I would love for you to cover this and write the article, um, on this. And, and the series I dropped is called me, she, we, um, and it's sort of about how, you know, I have this like personal persona. I have a public persona and I've also had to learn how to live and love both. Um, and so we, I dropped the series. Uh, we auctioned off the first piece that actually already was relisted on OpenSea. Um, I think for around 14, I think it's equivalent to like 14 K or something. Um, as there, whoever got that also is dropping it as an auction. Uh, but whoever also, I, I, what I did is I sort of decided that I was going to string together my NFT and actually sell the physical canvas. So whoever had gotten that canvas or whoever had gotten that NFT specifically, um, is getting the, the physical canvas that I rolled around naked on. <laughs> so I had it stretched and it's being sent to, to the winner, which is exciting. Wow. Hold on to your wallets, boys and girls. Money Rehab will be right back. Do you ever get FOMO, fear of missing out? Well, do you ever get FOMO Tupita, fear of missing out on the perfect hire? If so, I have the antidote. It's LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In any given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites, and that adds up to a serious squad of awesome candidates. LinkedIn has over a billion professionals on the platform, and these candidates are super qualified. So much so that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. I work with LinkedIn Jobs for all of my dream team needs, so they're hooking up money rehabbers at linkedin.com slash MNN. Go there and you can post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash MNN, as in Money News Network, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Money rehabbers, you have money hidden in your house. Yeah, just hiding there in plain sight. Okay, so I don't mean you have gold bars hidden somewhere in walls, treasure map style, but you do have a money-making opportunity that you're just leaving on the table if you're not hosting on Airbnb. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. By hosting your space, you are monetizing what you already own. It doesn't get easier than that. For me, hosting on Airbnb has always been a no-brainer. When I first signed up, I remember thinking to myself, self, you pay a lot of money for your house. 
it is time that house returned the favor. And to get real with you for a sec, I felt so much guilt before treating myself on vacation because traveling can be so expensive. But since hosting on Airbnb, I feel zero stress for treating myself to a much needed vacation because having Airbnb guests stay at my house when I'm traveling helps offset the cost of my travel. So it's such a win-win. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now back to business. So tell me how you even set up this auction. Like somebody's listening and they say, this sounds awesome. I also want to roll around on a canvas and auction it off. What do I do? Yes. So if you go to Coinbase, you can buy cryptocurrency and you would buy Ether. You also then get a wallet. I have my MetaMask wallet and I take my Ether and put it there. And once I have a MetaMask account, you can then go to uh, the marketplace, which where I dropped my NFT was on OpenSea. And you can search for me, period, she, period, we, and my series comes up and um, you go there. And once you have a MetaMask, you can buy shares and have ownership of this digital original piece of artwork. So just to step back for one second, if somebody's a total novice, if they're like, Katie and Nicole, what the fuck did you just say? Ether is a type of cryptocurrency, just like Bitcoin is a kind of cryptocurrency. And Coinbase is like where you go buy these cryptocurrencies, right? So you have to buy a specific type of Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency called Ethereum, right? That's the Ether that you were talking about. And then why do you put it in a wallet? To protect it. Yes. So you can protect it. And there's a way to do that with like two-factor authentication. You would then, once you have a MetaMask account, transfer your coin from your Coinbase to your MetaMask. And then you can go on your MetaMask. Or like whatever wallet you come up with. MetaMask is just one of many. And then you go and you can purchase with your Ether on OpenSea or, you know, Nifty or Makerspace. There's, There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. Got it. So the crypto part wasn't stressful for you. No, no, no. The crypto part was not stressful. The stressful part was like... The being naked part. Yeah, the being naked part. And But luckily, again, it's been a huge success. I've accomplished what my goal was and and continue to do so. So I'm, I'm really happy about it. And I really do hope people, you know, really educate themselves on NFTs and cryptocurrency and get involved because this is the way of the future. So NFTs are interesting because they're at the intersection of art and finance or creativity and data. Do you feel like your approach to NFTs was from one side or another? You seem to have both the left brain and the right brain. I don't know. Which one do you think is more dominant or do you think that this requires a mix of both? In the crypto space or NFT space? um, Yeah, in NFTs. I think think as an artist in the NFT space, I think it helps obviously to have both able to tap into your left brain and your right brain for me. Yeah. I think that was very helpful, but it basically, you know, it also allows artists another way to to connect with your fans and they can actually help have an impact on your career because they believe in you as an artist, because they can support you and want to buy your art, whether it be again, like a musician, a song. It's going into a lot of different options. Like NFTs can be a lot of different things. Yeah, I think someone just recently sold their house as an NFT. Cool. One of the biggest criticisms is that NFTs can be copied. What do you say to people who think that NFTs are less valuable because they can be copied? Well, they can't really be copied. I mean, sure, you could take a screenshot, but 
that doesn't mean you can blow it up pixelated. You can't put it on your wall and you don't actually own the artwork. You don't have the certificate of authenticity. And it's not, I mean, that just seems like bogus. It's like making fake, I don't know, anything. Like, didn't they make like a ton of fake beanie babies or something like that? It was bullshit. It's like, no, that's not the whole, that defeats the whole purpose of what this space is and what it is able to become. Do you think it's a real money-making opportunity? Because, you know, you are leading the charge to close the gender gap in crypto trading and trying to get more women involved. And I think that that gap can be bridged. Uh, but do you think that it's a big money-making opportunity or would you encourage people to get involved because of just being a collector sport? A hundred percent. Just think, you know, we made 15 grand. I feel like, and it continues to grow and it's just going to continue to grow and anybody can do it. Anyone can get involved and start trading. And yes, I do believe that the value will continue to increase as more and more people get involved. And so when you say 15 grand will continue to grow, you get a royalty, right? Every time it's sold in perpetuity. So resold, yes. So somebody already had relisted what my, they auctioned off what I, they bought my auction and they have already relisted it at, (laughs) by the way, let me just tell you. 6.6, 6.6, no wait, 6.969. Oh my gosh. Ether. Which I was like, dude, okay. This is like a 12 year old in his what? basement. I know, right? So we'll get a percentage of that once they resell and continue to resell. And then as Ether continues to go up in price, that will look a lot, those numbers are going to look a lot different, you know? And I think it's, it's supply and demand. And, um, I think the world is really ready. It feels like everybody's almost like ready to start accepting cryptocurrency in general. What advice would you give your former self about money? I really, okay. So when I first heard, when I first learned about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, go with your gut. I, that's not just on money. I think just in life in general, I need to, and I have just trust myself because I remember hearing about it and I, my eyes lit up and I was like, Oh my gosh, this. And I think Bitcoin was at like three K at the time when I bought in. And I was like, I I remember thinking like, should I just like buy a bunch of Bitcoin or should I just like buy one to see how it goes? Of course, you know, my, I do have somebody who manages, I have a money manager, but he also, because I'm, running around what well, was running around the world shooting and not able to do it all, even though I think I can. And I try, um, I, but my gut was like, go in. And if I would have gone in now, it's like, what? 68, 68, 66. What's it at right now? Mm-hmm. 63, two, 63, two. So what you would so, have told your former self to trust yourself when it comes to money, when it comes to crypto, when it comes to both of the things in general. Hmm. And here's a tip from Katie: you can take straight to the bank. I were someone who had money that they didn't necessarily know, like what should I do with it? It's just sitting in my account. Buy into cryptocurrency, <laughs> and don't put all your eggs in one basket. But I think you know. I like to keep it diverse and I like to kind of have my hand in everything. So put a little bit in this and a little bit in that. 
Money Rehab is a production of iHeartMedia. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoie and Catherine Law. Money Rehab is edited and engineered by Brandon Dickert with help from Josh Fisher. Executive producers are Mangash Hatikader and Will Pearson. Huge thanks to the OG Money Rehab supervising producer, Michelle Lambs, for her pre-production and development work. And as always, thanks to you for finally investing in yourself so that you can get it together and get it all. It's been-